Nah, but listen, I'm following my dreams. I'm chasing my my my, my dreams. Um, accomplishing all my goals. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. tuning in to yet another week of this can't be life podcast i am your host Kay the rebel you can find me on only one social media platform which is instagram the podcast page is tcbl podcast and my personal page is at k the rebel questions comments inquiries would like to be featured um, on one of my live episodes or just to do a collaboration all together the email address is this can't single letter b l y f e at gmail.com um of course i haven't released an episode um i don't know what has it been like three weeks maybe even a month but i know that on the instagram podcast page um i did make an announcement that i was going to venture off and do something or work on a project with someone else that is not affiliated with my podcast it's a segment called Know Thyself um, with the Woody Empress who has been featured on a few of my episodes. But um, we went live, um, I guess it's been like two weeks ago. Or has it been a week? I'm not really sure. But anyways, um, Know Thyself is just a segment um, that we wanted to do just to shed some light on a topic that we feel like a lot of people are misguided Um, not really certain who they are and instead of just talking down or speaking down on people who have not been able to find themselves or struggling to find themselves that maybe we can like assist them with that journey or um, you know again instead of just talking bad about somebody maybe you can come up with a way to assist them so the first um, part of the segment because it's a four sorry, five-part segment. The first part was self-assessment and self-awareness. We did go live, but it was on her page. Um, Her account is private, so you probably wouldn't be able to um, get the audio unless you request her. Um, But yeah, so um, I'm still working, even if I'm not recording. Just know I'm still doing something. Um, I'm going to be completely honest to... Um, I've thought about giving up on podcasting. I really have probably like for like the last two months I've been thinking about it and only because, um, I'll honestly say I feel like the podcast community has definitely turned into something else. Um, all these different people who have visual podcasts, they're going viral. They're saying things for shock value. Um, just being rude, um, being ignorant, um, speaking without doing any research, just a lot of fuckery um, in general. And I just, and then when you hear the word podcast host, I just don't want anyone to um, 
like correlate me with that lane of podcasting. Um, I've been doing this for five years and um, that's not how I get down. But I guess, you know, I had a conversation with somebody and they was like, it's okay if, because the people who've been rocking with you for a long time know that that's not what you're about. And that as long as you, you know, still stay true to yourself and who you are as a podcaster, people will still feel that. And I was like, you know what, you're right. So I'm here to stay for now. But just wanted to be transparent that I was thinking about it. Um, I haven't really talked about current events in a very long time, but I did want to shed light on something. Um, I saw there was a couple from Boston who made the New York Times, and there was an article. And um, it went viral. Um, and I think the headline was something like, from a date in the Popeye's parking lot to marriage or wedding bells, or whatever it is. Um, so more of the story for anyone that didn't uh, see it. I guess the couple met on Hinge, a dating app. The guy had stood her up two times, and then the third time, I think, they were supposed to maybe link up to do something. It ended up just being impromptu, like, hey, let's meet at the Popeye's parking lot. Well, I think he was across the street. I mean, for people who are from the Boston area, um, they were on American Legion Highway. I think he was getting food at KFC. She was across the road at Popeye's. They sat in the car for hours, blah, blah, blah. More of the story is they ended up being married. Um, built their a house together from the ground up in Randolph. The bottom line is they got married and they're happy. Um, he, in the article, they stated that I think after six months of dating, she said she wanted him to move in. He did. After that, she was like, you're going to be my husband. I can feel it. He ended up proposing to her within one year. Um, his friend gave him money to buy the engagement ring, which he ended up having to pay back. So people were kind of trashing, calling it struggle love, meaning like maybe she didn't know her worth because she still wanted to go out with a guy after he stood her up twice. Um, people were talking about the first date being at Popeye's. That was settling for less. Um, people talked about the guy being broke. Um, it was just a lot going on. But um, I just wanted to give my perspective. And what I took from it was a totally different perspective from other people is that he gave this woman exactly what she wanted, which is kind of rare. I want you to move in. He did it. I want you to be my husband. It was like she she chose him, and I know they usually say a man chooses his wife. She chose him, so, um, and he was okay with being chosen. Um, he married her, and he didn't have to at the end of the day. Um, as far as him borrowing the money from, um, just ignore my son in the background. Like, honestly, it is what it is. <laughs> um he borrowed borrowing money from the friend. Um, people talked down about that. What I saw from it was a positive is that, wow, the fact that he actually had a friend that was willing to invest in his love or, or his union. Like, people are just haters usually when you're trying to come together as one. So for him to have a village or a team of people behind him that supported, you know, love or black love especially, I thought that that was dope. Um... And, and um, they're happy. Um, there's a lot of people who've never been married before that should probably exit the group chat. 
Um, there's a lot of people who are never going to get proposed to and should probably sit this one out too. Um, and this is not me just being an asshole. This is just me being real. But yeah, they're happy. And I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. Um, again, the message that I got out of it was that they were happy. I love to see couples happy, you know? And I also decided to download the Hinge app as well. <laughs> Dead ass, I did. Um, it's a very, very cool app. I will say that it is. Um, I really couldn't tell you if it's a success or not because I haven't um, explored any of the matches that I have made on there because I just really wanted to see what it was about. But I really do like the, the app. It is for intentional people that have dating goals that they would like to accomplish, you know. So I would convince or endorse Hinge, okay, uh, definitely. So um, the title um, of today's episode, well, this is one of those uh, self-inspired kind of topics. Um, and um, I think anybody knows me knows that I'm big on loyalty. Um, I named my son Loyal, um, if you're new here. And um, I was asked a question uh, by someone very close to me. Have you ever been forced to forgive someone before you were ready to? And my answer was no. Um, with much confidence, I proceeded to say that I've never truly forgiven anyone when it comes to relationships. Um, I've always held a permanent grudge. You know, um, I've learned, like, in those moments, I learned to cope with injustices that were done to me, but I've probably only truthfully and wholeheartedly forgiven one person, and that is my first husband. Um, I have conversations with him presently, periodically, and I really don't care about how or why we ended. I just kind of enjoy the conversation and the positive interaction overall. And um, I just like speaking to people anyways who um, speak my, my second love language, which is words of affirmation, and he provides that. But yeah, I never really think about why we ended or anything like that. I've, I've really forgiven him. He's a great person. But anyway, um, I don't forgive people in relationships and or love. Um, I don't forgive friends either. Um, I've accepted that. I don't think I fuck with forgiveness like that, period. Um, loyalty is one of my favorite principles. I'm big on it. And if I'm out here forgiving people left and right, I'm letting them play with me. It also means I probably have issues establishing boundaries, firm boundaries to be exact. That basically goes against any belief that I've ever had regarding loyalty. And someone may listen to this and say, well, wouldn't you want forgiveness? Well, no one is perfect and people make mistakes. And I want to make one thing um, very, very clear. I ain't never sought no one out forgiveness. Like, for forgiveness. Like, I, I've never had to, like, want to try to reach out to somebody and be like, 
oh, I need you to forgive me for this. Um, I've never been known for being someone who operates from a place of I'm sorry. And that's only because I don't do shit I have to feel sorry for. I actually hate it when people say I'm sorry, especially for some big shit that you did. I mean, like huge fuck-ups. Deceit and disloyalty, shit like that. Like, how do you even open your mouth to say I'm sorry after betraying someone? So, yeah, I don't fuck with forgiveness. I think the biggest forgiveness card I've ever had to give out is, is, is to myself. Forgiving myself for letting other people play with me. Forgiving myself for allowing people uh, to be disloyal um, or deceitful towards me. And um, again, I'm going to ask the question, how do you open your mouth to say I'm sorry after betraying someone? You love them? I can't really tell. You're supposed to cherish the things you love and handle them with care. So yeah, miss me with like, I'm sorry's. And miss me with forgiveness. Uh, again, I'm big on loyalty. I repeat it. I don't have deceit or disloyal acts attached to my name. I'm solid. Um, that's just how I feel. And I said all of that to say this. I guess I honestly have an unrealistic expectation when it comes to loyalty. Um... I view loyalty just as a definition reads. Loyalty is the state or quality of being loyal, faithfulness to commitments and obligations. So yeah, I am a loyal person because I make good on all that. No one has to question me in that area. But I don't meet many people who are in alignment with the definition of loyalty, not romantically anyway. Um, the friends that I have, they, they are all solid. Um, family members, I may have to side-eye them because their loyalty has like a contingency plan or it can get altered from time to time. <laughs> no shade, I'm, I'm just saying. Bottom line is loyalty is black or white. In my opinion, there ain't no in-between. But so many people have created this gray area when it comes to loyalty, and I fucking hate it. People want to match negative energy, pay people back, or get their lick back, et cetera, et cetera. That is how and when loyalty becomes a vicious cycle. If you're loyal, just be loyal regardless. Be solid. Stand ten toes down, no matter what, and never. And the bottom line is a lot of y'all be fucking folding. I hate to see it, and I would encourage y'all to do better. <sighs> I've also been noticing that many people operate out of a place of hypocrisy and convenience. It's mind-boggling, so, so let me elaborate. My first example is, what's with people asking others for things they're not even capable of giving or doing themselves? Like, maybe you want someone to be a better person, and you ain't even a better person because you've remained stagnant with little to no progression. So again, how can you ask that of somebody else if you haven't even um, done that? Or why is it that some of y'all think that people should show up and support you 
but you have a very short list of people you show up for and support. And I'm talking about all categories, whether it's business, like the businesses, life-changing events, or just checking up on somebody just to say hello, or following up on them about how they're doing. Like, oh, this is the standard when it, when it comes to you, um, but it's not the same when it goes for other people. Like, basically, it's a lack of reciprocity. Well, what about other people who feel like what's happening in, in their life should be prioritized by someone else? Like, honestly, please get the fuck out of my face with that. Do what you need to do for you. And I'm going to do what I need to do for me. The sense of entitlement is like wild crazy with some people. Like, I'm not going to put anybody else's journey or priority like at the top of my list of priorities. I just, I'm not doing, and, then, and I don't ask anybody to do the same for me, but it's just, it's just interesting that um, I've witnessed people do that. Um, also, some of y'all really are insane for manifesting and affirming things that you don't even deserve. And um, some people say, well, who are you to say that they don't deserve it? Like, honestly, this is just my belief. If you ain't worked hard for nothing, like, I'm, I'm just not understanding. What exactly are you manifesting and affirming? What have you put into the universe that makes you feel like you should be getting something back? Like, shit, you know, miss me with a false sense of worthiness because not everybody's worthy of good things. Um, and don't be bringing the devil into this mess either when bad things happen saying, oh, that ain't nothing but the devil. My nigga, some of y'all are the devil. You're fighting demons that you're not even willing to face. So just like have several seats. Um, I also feel like so many people are at the center of their own problems. They plant problematic seeds, and then when they start to grow, they blame other people. No, you're the problem. And people who are the problem be knowing they're the problem and won't take accountability. Like, you know you're the problem. I'm sure you do. Like, there were times in my life in the past that, like, I could say, you know, in hindsight, like, yeah, I, I definitely could have been the problem at that time. I was the problem. Um, but yeah, people like that are just toxic and they're chaotic and I stay far away from those kind of people because you're not going to bleed on me. Like we actually talked about this in the Know Thyself um, part one of the segment. But metaphorically speaking, so many of y'all are wounded and your wounds are leaking and oozing and you're bleeding on other people in the process. Please go on somewhere and start your fucking healing process. Attempting to do the work on your own is cool, but you won't excel at it, and I can promise you that. So go to therapy and get the help you need. And also, all y'all folks who are anti-therapy, please explain the logic in that. Like, I just want to know, what are you so afraid of? Y'all have unprotected sex, you board an airplane, 
um, with knowing there's a chance something could go wrong. Some people do drugs, um, smoking weed or something. Someone could lace your shit, or maybe you do other drugs. Um, a lot of y'all never really took COVID serious. You probably don't take the monkey pox seriously. You'll have a fight with somebody, maybe even pick up a gun and be willing to shoot somebody, but y'all are scared of therapy. I mean, what can a mental health professional do to harm you? Logically, it's a logical question. I mean, y'all take advice from y'all goofy-ass fucking friends, but won't talk to a licensed clinician. Make that shit make sense. Therapy ain't never killed a soul. Not to my knowledge, anyway. And also, stop personalizing other people's journey. Some of y'all be like way too invested in other people's business and it's weird. It's also an indication that you might have a little bit too much time on your hands. Now don't get me wrong, a little tea ain't bad to consume. Like even me, I'll engage here and there. You know, I'll listen to the gossip and what happened like, and then I move on. And that's because I personally don't have the effort or energy to care about other people's lives. I'm too busy trying to handle my own shit. Adulting alone, in addition to motherhood, is a full-time job. So I'm really not trying to take on anything extra. Also, everyone has struggles. And please stop comparing yourself to other people. Some people may appear to be doing better than you, but you may not be aware of what they endure in order to live the life that they do. Ain't no such thing as having it easy. And I also feel like a lot of people who are hard, you know, hard working or doing what you got to do every day. And maybe it seems like there are people who are getting a lot of shortcuts in life. And again, don't compare yourself to those people. You just got to mind your business. And I know that there are plenty of people scamming, unemployed, or whatever they do to get money, and how they survive. And again, you just got to mind your business because one thing's for certain, uh, once, once they hit that retirement age, the universe will definitely confirm what they was doing all this time when they ask and got no 401k pension, and they won't be eligible for Social Security because in order to be eligible for Social Security, you would have to have that being taken out of your check every week. And if you ain't had a check, then I'm not really sure. So, again, you don't need to view those people as people that are having a shortcut in life because they're really not having a shortcut in life. Let them people do what they need to do to survive right now and you just continue grinding so that you can live comfortably later. I, again, there are no shortcuts in life. And also, like, whatever... In life, you may be procrastinating about. Just do it. I promise you, it's 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 gonna work out, one way or another. You just have to kind of tell yourself that. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that I wanted? Felt like, hey, somebody may need to hear this. Oh yeah, I do have one that 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 I think people in this it's in regards to shit that you know you don't got no money for. Like, that shit is like a weird fucking flex to me. If you don't have money, just say it. I mean, nobody's going to judge you for being broke. If anything, I'm annoyed with people fronting like they got it. Stop making plans or 
when somebody's talking about going on a trip or somebody's talking about doing this, if you don't have the funds, it's okay to say that. There is absolutely nothing wrong. People respect you more for being transparent and being real. Well, I know at least I do. But yeah, like just stop it. Or stop saying like you're going to do things that you know you don't got no money to do. Like you are not going to do something nice for this person. You ain't getting them shit for their birthday. You ain't taking nobody out to no dinners. You ain't got no money. So just sit down, bro. Like that's all I'm saying. Just... Just stop it. It's okay. It's okay. Everybody can have a rough patch financially, and you don't have to try to act like you have it if you really don't. Seriously. You, there's no need for it. There is no need for it. Um, I can't really think of anything else. But um, I'm probably going to make this like, remember how I used to do the purge episodes where I would kind of go on my rants? I think I'm going to really start a I don't know who needs to hear this. Because there may be some other gems that I probably need to drop. But um, that's it for I don't know who needs to hear this. It's my time. And I'm out. Wishing you guys peace, love, and light.